I was just commenting to Anne Chloe how we travel for thousands of light years to get to this space from wherever we are. And here's this opportunity to dive into some of the most crucial elements of the value of our lives. And there's a screen full of amazing women. Where are the men? And I will not answer that. <laughs> I've tried to answer that question. I have. And I just have anger and resentment and sadness and hopelessness. And mm, at one time I went into this room where there were 30 women. And we sat down and we started with this theory. It was called Kingmaker. And the idea was you, you're not going to find some guy who's worthy of joining you in the journey into archaearchy. You will not, you know, not find one. The best you can do is locate a piece of meat that's not contaminated too badly with tobacco and alcohol and gambling addictions and the patriarchal masculine adolescent gremlin contamination. Like you have to find some chunk of meat that's not too badly damaged and then make one. You have to make one. And so I'm sure that you guys have tried making, you tried this experiment. I would like to hear some reports on, on your attempts to do that. I, if what I, from what I'm understanding in my experience, I have tried that and I am not aware how to do that without going into manipulation, into trying to change and shape into whatever my fantasy of what a man should be. So I have failed with that experiment so far. Thank you. I'd like to kind of engage this because at, as we learn how to do extraordinary relating, one of the central skills is called negotiating, to negotiate, to make proposals, to make invitations. And then you open a door and a person will either go through the door or not go through the door. And if they go through the door, then you can open the next door. But if they don't go through the door, you can open lawfully in this, you know, in the domain of opening doors. It works to open three doors. And if they don't go through any of the three doors, you go somewhere else. Just go, that was it. I opened three doors. You did not go through any of the three doors. So I'll go make my proposal somewhere else. And you make proposals that serve you, that like feed you. And it's not about feeding your box. It is not about feeding the image that comes from the magazines or the television or the media or your mother's projections or you know the opposite of your father or, or those kinds of things. You, you need to have clarity 
like I, it's not expected that a woman knows what a man is. You know, that's the difference between men and women. Um, men are willing to admit that they don't know what a woman is. I don't want to do that too fast, but that's a really strong, <laughs> it's a strong little piece of clarity. So you cannot propose, you can't really expect yourself to understand the nothingness at, that's at the core of a man. At the same time, there's negotiations that you can make, proposals that you can offer. So you can say, you know, here's here's an invitation for this. And <clears throat> you can define it and you can make it. Can I, yeah. Can I say something? Well, I think it what you said, Anna Maria, about this, you're trying to change a man into fitting into your fantasy world. And so first there's this part of trying to change a man. And this part what Clinton is saying is, this complete illusion that as a woman, we know what a man in is. And so therefore that we would know what to change him into. And that's the illusion. But the other part is about the fantasy world that you carry. And that is something that you totally have power over mm -hmm. to inspect. And I, in my experience, it's something that fantasy world, I think come from different places, but I think there's somehow a, there's a deep wish of a certain level or quality of connection or intimacy or play or uh, child raising or community holding space for community. There's this like there as a woman, there's a knowing like there's a you have a grasp onto that. And but when that comes out and can be filtered by our survival strategy. And so then the box, you know, in the box in the room and turns it into, I expect him to be like this. I, he has to be like this. He, he has to say it this way or, and, and then it's sort of, it's like the, the box makes the fantasy world. And, but it doesn't mean that the true deep wish or vision behind it. I don't think that's a fantasy world. It's like to sort of start to distinguish between the experience that you're longing for and the whatever the cramp the neuroticism the fanaticism was which you're trying to make it occur something like that and like you said manipulating and controlling and, and yeah so i was going to say something. yeah one of well okay one of the ways to probably start distinguishing that in yourself is what you want. I would, this is my guess. It's like what we want or what you want as a woman is a context of relating. It is not a particular behavior from a man. It is not, I want him to hold the door. That's a fantasy world. That's the expectation. Or I want him to hold me even if I don't ask for it. Or I want him to be able to listen to me. Or, okay, these are all behavior-oriented uh, change or wishes or something like that. And actually what the shift that's really wanted is it's a, it's a extraordinary. It's let, how to be adult together. It's a shift of context. And out of that then emerge, uh, sure, behaviors 
and proposal and negotiation and ideas and adventures and and so a proposal or as an experiment is trying to go back every it's like sort of at each time to go back to what is the context of the quality of the relating that I want to happen right now and that's what you say it's actually that's what you do yeah that's what you do <clears throat> and without yeah trying to change the other person it's like this this is my offer and I will not budge also and that's and that's the hard part I think for most women is I will not compromise or sacrifice or give an inch away to what I want so that you can be with me and and I think that's this question from then where are the men if I'm not going to budge and they're not there how do we how does the bridge happen how does the actual connection happen one experiment that could occur in this space in particular is to invite a partner to join you in the study group meeting just you know just sit there with you in the space and see has has anybody did anybody try that experiment yet you know, and Sonia what happened I had a no was there no because or no no it was just a no and I tried a couple more times and I had a no so I just dropped it and I feel sad about that. Well, what do you think the no was really about? Stories. Such as? Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about that. In this space right now, you mean? Yes. Because you would feel something or it would just be not a good story? not a good story to share in this space right now okay thank you so i'm, I'm still you. interested in the other experiments that, that <clears throat> any of you have tried in terms of making invitations for experiments or for uh, opening doors like those kinds of things how what have you been trying to call forth or I have this other theory, and you, and you might talk about this also, which is, I mean, I'm there. I have this theory that if if you are interesting to echo the Earth Coincidence Control Office in terms of the dynamic of relating, then the echo will put you in the company of a partner to experiment with. And so what kind of risks does it take? Like what kind of what kind of necessity do you have to cause for yourself that a partner shows up from the viewpoint of echo, the Earth Coincidence Control Office, which is essentially oriented towards evolution of consciousness. It's it's maximizing the evolution of consciousness. So how can you this would be a way to formulate your offer or your or to prepare yourself whatever to design your circumstances such that you look interesting enough 
to for Echo to find a partner to stick with you to create whatever evolution of consciousness you can create, that kind of thing. So anyway, I'm interested to hear more stories from anybody who's tried different things. Yes, Angela? It is now not that I tried, oh, I will try this and then I will try that. But um, um, just recently I um, saw the man which I love and he loves me. We saw each other again after some months of um, not having seen. And at the beginning it was okay, but then it started to become horrible again. <laughs> also too long story, but what I recognized is again and again, in the moment when we come to a problem, and then finally, when he gets somehow can say when he gets angry about something and we start these conversations which are not all possible beforehand because there is just talks about really absolutely all nonsense in the world cars um gardens it's all okay but not about him and me and in this moment when we start and finally the these conversations i i started just different kind of things to do and just the last time i really i i put some shit on the table where i said for example i have resentment towards you regarding this and it created this and that in me and i have this resentment because i had the assumption that and made the expectation this and so on and i put quite some things in the whole evening on the table and um we not like here but really like saying look that's that's what i have in me and i want to take this away i want to withdraw them and i want to step out of them and so on and for me also it happened also again and again in other places when I find the, the conversation, finally, we speak about something. We put poo on the table, and I'm like, woo, I'm thriving, I'm like it. Then he is just like, it, for him, it's stepping out of the relation. He shuts down. Latest next morning, he is closed. No, no thing possible any longer. And I'm like, oh, finally we opened, we could speak something, and he's just like fully devastated. Yeah. So, yeah, and I thought about inviting him for sure, because back then he invited me to his spiritual practice, and I was open, I joined, and I tried. It's not my thing. But he also told me and this weekend, what I'm talking about, that he is not open at all to PM. I think he recognizes what changed, that something changed in me and it makes him fearful of what is going on here. Yeah, so this is where I am. And I'm sure, I'm, I don't want to put any, I'm not a, I don't want to make a, a victim story out of it. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm doing it as good as I could. And of course, I made a lot of mistakes that he just can't. I don't know how to bring it in a way that he can stay there, that he's not afraid. I, I don't know how to do this. So I try and I make mistakes and let's see.
Yeah. It's just, yeah, where I am. Thank you, Angela. No. Mm. I, I want to share that I had a conversation with my father about two weeks ago. We were meeting in a hotel and with my brother and um, and he wanted to, my father wanted to talk, talk with me about uh, relationships and about me being alone without a partner. And I was noticing that he had a lot of sorrows be because I I don't have a partner and uh, he thinks that I should have one and and um, and on the other side he is reading my newsletters and he he has some ideas about what I'm doing in the PM world and and um, and he was asking me. If you um, is try to say that in English, how, how how why do you think that you could that you could get in in touch with a man or that you could um, why do you think that you could ever come in contact with a man when you always be so. Uh, be so complicated and always asking what's behind the things that the man says and you you cannot let this oh, I'm so <laughs> so he was asking how <sighs> he he was he was doubting how how I could ever be get in contact with men when I'm so complicated and always looking behind things and always asking if this is okay and what's behind and how does he mean that and and I was getting very angry and I I was it was a terrible conversation but after that I thought perhaps he is right. Perhaps it's really it's really this that I see so many things and I notice so so many things and that men are afraid when they are in a space with me and they cannot they cannot relax and I don't know how that could happen and how that could I don't know how that could be possible to ever relate with a man. I don't know. I'm angry and sad and afraid. When I think about that. Yeah. That's what's going on in me about that. Thank you much, Malcolm. Thank you.
There's a way, for example, your father speaks about men as if he knows what men are, or that it's possible to say what men are. You, We've been traveling lately, and and Chloe and I, and right now we're in Bangkok. So we're with Thai men from Thailand, but there's also men from Korea here a lot. And, and it's getting easier for me to identify a man from Korea from about 20 or 30 meters away down the sidewalk because of scanning his being, scanning the way he is relating to the world. And it's different from the men from Thailand. And it's different from the men where we're living because we're here on a visa run for three days, four days to Bangkok because we're living in Vietnam. And so it's different from the men in Vietnam. And so there's the these qualities I think it helps us, like the us in this conversation, to admit what we are in terms of a kind of the work that we've been doing or the life that we've been creating for ourselves through our work with people and through our recognizing what the world is, what is happening in the world and how it's happening in the world and facing into that and finding resources outside of ourselves that support us to be our, ourselves in, in that kind of a world. And it does not work anymore, I don't think, for you, for example, to simply call yourself a woman. It's insufficient in terms of a name for what you are. And I think if you <clears throat> refuse to simply admit, well, I'm, I'm a woman, then, then you need to be more clear about what you are. And so if, could somebody, can you, can some of you say what you are? Like Martina Ricarda, can you, can you say what you are actually? I'm a deep digger. I I am I am I am a I am a I am a, a noticer, I am a seer, I am a I am a feeler. I am a. I am a looking behind things. I am an inventor of experiments. So, what is your role in the village? What is your role in society? 
in the society of archiarchy? What is your role really? If they gave it a title. I don't know. I've known you for a while and everything you said just now is totally true for me. It's totally true. And I could make up names for what those skills, those tendencies that you just named, if you package them all together, I could make up a name for what that is. And it's a service for the village, you know, as a service for the people, your people in your circle. But you would have a name for, for that. What would, how could you call it? You don't have to know, but can you guess? Like, what would you say approximately? It is, it is something like looking from above and and seeing and 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 seeing the big picture. Yeah, not just seeing it. You're actually doing something with it. Now it's like uh, it's like like spinning threads, like like keeping something. Yeah, I mean, if you're making experiments, you said you make experiments, and they're they're very fine experiments, in my opinion. They're really world class experiments, and they cause the evolution of consciousness. If anybody does those experiments. They build matrix, they expand their, their capacities, they, they unfold potentials. I mean, these are the kind of experiments you create. So who, who in the village, whatever, does that? God, it's, it's a building, it's a building process. It's, it's building matrix up, uh, helping uh, opening doorways for people to build matrix up. That's what I'm doing. Experiments are for building matrix, and uh, I'm 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 the doorway. I'm the doorway to build matrix. Does it, I'm going to ask anybody else? Does anybody else have a name for what that role is in the the village or in the in archiarchy? Yes, I have a name. I am a warrior of my Archean village. A warrioress. Yes. And Elizabeth, also the question was, do you have a name for what Martina Ricardo was describing? As what would be her, her role Job okay, in, in I understand it. I understand it wrong. A matrix builder, evolutionary matrix builder. I thought you were going to say a, a mage, but it sounds like it's a matrix. Matrix <laughs> builder. <laughs> I have the the picture uh, of. Uh, there are these 
guys in the village who 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 are making the what the weapons the arms the smiths yeah and it's i think it's something like that like the matrix is like the is like the 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 weapons or the Yeah. Smith. I'm, Anybody, what? Well, I'm getting more something. It's like, a, it's like a weaver. I mean, you were talking about threads. It's like a weaver of matrix, uh, you know, a weaver of the context. It's like a context holder. You're, you're, you're protecting protecting the context and it's both you're both holding it and guarding it and that's partly guardian and and partly which you know it's hard to make up words because there aren't any modern culture whatever we, we have so few words for people who are radically responsible and and facilitating the evolution of consciousness so, I mean, I was getting this thing like an experiment shaman. Experiment shaman. I get field of consciousness weaver. Field of consciousness weaver. Weaver. Weaver, yes. Weaver, yeah. Anybody else? Something for Martina Ricarda? Yeah, Smith of Consciousness. Yeah, Consciousness Smith. Bewusstsein Schmidt. Bewusstsein Schmidt, yeah. Schmidt, <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. Lisa. Like, who's Dr. Lisa? Yeah. Who's so, that? I just was saying, Lisa Omert is a okay. Consciousness Smith. So you might okay. want to talk to her. Because yeah. I totally get the resonance between your beings. Yeah. And who in who in this group said that? Because I was looking on my paper. You, Isabel. Yeah. Thank you. Anya, do you have something? I just want to say that that I'm here. I consciousness weaver. I just wanted to say I'm I'm here with you, even if I don't have a name. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Anya, you, <clears throat> you looked like you had something. Oh, well, I, I'm here for the first time. I don't know any of those people. I don't know the backgrounds. <laughs> no, that, that part doesn't matter. What matters is what we've just been saying. Does it make any sense to you? Uh, a person doing what Martina Ricarda is doing. It isn't a fantasy world. It isn't, she wants to someday. She's not preparing herself. She's actually doing these things. So if somebody who's actually doing those things, what's their job title? 
if you do you have a sense of it yes it's like pulling utopia into present it's something i i can't imagine and it seems to be possible i feel all I mean, so the purpose of my question about this, about your job title, about understanding what you are as a, as what you're, what you're creating, what your service is, if you, if you can give it an, a working title and, and radically rely on it, stand, stand in that. Yeah. And. And I think it's like being also really ecstatic about being that and seeing those things and asking those questions and that to some, I mean, to a lot of degrees, they're, they're, they're earnest, like they're serious questions. It's like, you want answer for these questions. You know, Martina, what's Martina, Ricardo, yeah. you want answer. It's like, what's really going on when you say this or do this or don't do this or, and at the same time, there's a, there's an ecstasy of the journey that doesn't need to be um heavy you know for you you know for the other person they will do whatever they do is your question but mm, there's a mm, a possibly of a possibility of a light of a lightness in the seriousness yeah. no okay yeah. martina ricardo there's another thing when you build an experiment when you when you lay out the steps of a clear experiment, you're actually building out new game space. So you're an archiarchy game space builder because as soon as somebody has the instructions for how to do an experiment, they do the experiment, they, are, they can stand more clearly, they, have, they can stand more clearly in, in the next culture, in archiarchy. And so it really helps in the in the work that we're doing when you when you do these when you create these experiments because you're opening new each experiment opens a new part of the game space. So my game, I mean the game world of next culture. How does somebody occupy and inhabit, live in, and how do, how do they stand in next culture? How do they take steps across the bridge to next culture? Well, they if you. If we don't have those experiments, they cannot take the steps. Nobody can take those steps. They need it needs a certain kind of rage and clarity and courage and persistence to build out experiments that never existed before in on planet Earth. That people can do the experiments and occupy new game space. And so you're really also a game space builder. And it's this, there's a great film with Kevin Costner just called Field of Dreams. Mm. And I hope you see it. And it's a, it, because it, because they have this little line in, in the movie called, and it's, the line is build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's because he builds this thing and then these people, these things show up, this stuff happens. But if he did not build it, they could not come. And it's the same thing what you're doing is if you don't build out new game space, people cannot occupy the space because not everybody has the skill of being a, a game space builder. It doesn't, 
it's just like how many how many pilots does it take to to jet 300 people across the Atlantic Ocean? Well, it takes two, basically, a pilot and a co-pilot. It really only takes one. One pilot can jet 300 people across the Atlantic Ocean. And so not everybody, everybody can be passengers. You know, people can can go into the across the ocean because there is a pilot. And so that's what people can go across the bridge to next culture because there is a game space builder, an experiment, you know, an experiment builder, a, a conscious, it's, I don't know, it's a game smith. It's like a, you're a game, a game, a, a next culture game smith. Okay. So if you actually started looking in the mirror and telling people, I'm an, I'm a next culture game smith. You tell your father, this is what I am. I'm a next culture gamesmith. And so do you think a man could be a partner with a next culture gamesmith? Sorry, there is no man who could do that because they want to, you know, man is an uninitiated adolescent patriarchal, uh, you know, gremlin contaminated, consumer, you know, looking for mommy or something. And so this is what a man is in modern culture. There's no man. It's your dad is totally true. There's you, what are you going to do with a man? It's like having a dog around the house. You know, you want a dog around the house. Like what, what use is one of those things to a, a next culture gamesmith? You know, what's required, you know, what's, if I have, like, our motorcycle broke down. When we were driving around Vietnam, it just wouldn't start. And so luckily a block away was this guy, and he has this workshop. And it's a motor, little motorcycle workshop. So we push the bike to the shop, and he just looks at it, and he pulls out his tool. And he's got this one screwdriver that has two sides to it, has a flat point and a cross point. You know, it has stick it in one way, it's a flat point, flick it in the other way, it's a cross point. And he just takes the whole motorcycle apart and then he puts the screwdriver across these two things and it starts. <clears throat> and the problem, he just found the problem. The problem was this, this starter relay was broken. It was an old, and so he just goes and gets another starter relay and puts it in and then the thing works. Okay, well, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. You have this specialty skill. And, and so if I'm, if he's looking for a partner to work with him in his life, he's not going to, he's not going to successfully live with a, a fish breeder, you know, somebody who grows koi fish or something. He's not going to work with somebody who, who's a gardener who can make mustard plants or, you know, he's going to, he's going to need a, somebody who's also kind of skilled in motorcycle mechanics or something like that. And then there'll be an ecstasy. And so you're, you're basically not looking for a man. You're looking for a game space Smith, a next culture game space Smith. Okay. Where are you going to find one of those? Well, they're around. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're around, but then you have, you can go hunt in the right place for a game space Smith rather than, going online with Feather or the, going to the bar. It's Feather, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It's, it's a dating agency yeah, okay. so, for lightweights, for bird brains. You know, so, 
So you got you have to um, you have to go look in the right places. So I think your father's right. You will not attract a man. A man will just shit in his pants and try to destroy whatever you're doing because he's he's uninitiated. Okay, well forget it. You're not looking for a man. You're looking for a game space smith who who could be ecstatic about hacking reality with new experiments. Something like that. No. Yeah, what? <laughs> I I mean, you know, Gamescom is coming up. Do you know Gamescom? Or maybe it just <laughs> happened. Yeah, I, I, I heard about that. I've been there three times. And each time I went, I dressed up as something different. Because anyway, I was I dressed up as a pirate, I dressed up as a sheriff, you know, and it, and so it's great to go to those kind of spaces. Also medieval medieval fairs, like what are they called? Like a Mittelautomark, Renaissance fairs. There's people there who are building game spaces, which are not necessarily experimental, but there's somebody, there's people in there who are, who are building experiment. You just go, you just go in there, you start scanning people. You dress up as a sorceress. You just go there with a, you know, some kind of stick with a crystal a tied to it, like a, a, a hammer. hammer. You go there with your hammer and, and you just go and hammer people. You just go <laughs> hammer on people and find out what they're made out of. They say, what are you doing? I'm saying, I'm finding out what you're made out of. <laughs> And, and uh, you just go in and you start hunting for some of these. <clears throat> in fact, Martina and Ricardo, we're going to make a website for you to make experiments for how to go find a partner. What should we call the website? Is it was it one already? Partner? It's called Partner. What, like what? Hunting a partner. Hunt, hunting, hunting, <laughs> hammering a partner. Hunting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the warrior is talking. This the warrior is right. <laughs> partner. Yeah, we should just call yeah. it partner. Okay. And you, we need experiments because <clears throat> first you need to know like where you're going before you before you decide who you're going with. You know, it, it's like journeying or or uh, becoming a medical doctor or whatever whatever the journey is that you're you need to go figure out where you're going and so you martina ricardo you know where you're going you are going and you just maybe just give it a clearer name keep working on the name so right now you have this one of your working names is a of a, a next culture game space smith that's one of the names that you have you've got three or four really great names and and so then, okay, that's where you're going because you're you're already on that journey, and we, there's proof. It is not theoretical. It's not a fantasy world. And so, okay, now that you know where you're going, now you need to know. Now you know who you need to go with. And yeah, I think that's part of the idea. I mean, it's like Angela, the story that you that you said, you got this guy and you you wanted to do this process of dismantling a resentment, which is a heavy duty process. It's really a heavy, it's a significant process. You need to take 
you need to dismantle part of your box that is holding on to this resentment. You need that part needs to die in public. And that's not pleasant to, to be in that space, really. And so, and so you were hoping that this guy would endure the intensity of intimacy with you while while you're in this process of dismantling a resentment. And and he melts down. You know, he freaks out. Okay. Well, you're, I mean, Angeli, you're you're in this kind of awareness. You're a dropping baggage. Like a, a resentment is a kind of baggage that people carry with them for years. They carry resentment for years. And so you this there's all kinds of baggage that people might be carrying, but you're what you're doing, part of your journey right now is you're uh, becoming nomadic or you're becoming it's just baggage you're you're becoming a nomad there's another one we're working we're working on that one too so but you're so if it, it helps to know that this process of dropping baggage is the death and resurrection show it's significant it's shocking it's uh it has great portent, whatever it has, it's nuclear, <laughs> it's hot. There's this process is a meltdown burn off process. It's the Phoenix process. If you know about, you know, the Phoenix is this, it just burns into ash until there's nothing left. And that's how the baggage, you know, you, the thing that the thing in you that thinks you need to have resentment, for example, that thing in you that needs to have the resentment burns away. And it in public, it is not a private thing, really. It's in public. And then what's left is this kind of ash. And you, Angela, you were ecstatic about being able to do that, right? And then, okay, here's this guy who has no idea what any of that stuff is about. He's he's probably not didn't done much transformation or... Um, becoming that which is not so that you can you can become something new and so that that's this process so who 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 is interested in that like who what kind of human being what kind of guy whatever what kind of male whatever guy is part you know in that and i think they're all over i think but you have to look in the right place i mean there are these I don't know. There's people. Um, God, there's people running centers for healing and transformation of ill of psychological illnesses, of emotional disturbances, and there are people who who think that's important. And so I I don't know if you visited any of those people or gone to any conferences where the people who are holding space for psychological healing, for example, are gathering. Like, you know, for Martina Ricarda, I was saying, well, what about GamesCon, which is a conf the conference for the global people building game worlds, building actual games where people can. And there's a, a whole section of that, which is called Games for Change. Mm -hmm. Games for Change is a is a segment of the game. Game world building section. So 
also in in psychology in psychological healing and transformation like psycho-emotional healing there are different segments and so i don't know which one most resonates with what you're up to but you know there's all this rd lang is a, a therapist who had a kind of he would build these therapeutic centers where rather than suppressing trauma he would try to invoke it he would call it forth because if you're suppressing trauma all you're, you're using drugs or you're saying feelings are bad or you know you're broken so you know, so but if you if you have a space that's safe enough and clear enough that a person can bring their trauma back to consciousness then then uh they can something can change with that and so we have possibility coaching which is almost exact description of that you know you sit with somebody you do this uh uh what is it called emotional you know what's that process of um relieving reliving emotional stuff mm -hmm. i feel angry at you be, you're my father oh, completing completing incomplete emotions it's an exact description of this completing incomplete emotions is you, you call it up you go you know you go exactly into the trauma into that very trauma make it conscious and complete it and and so okay so where and this is what you're already good at you can already do that okay well okay well who are the other people who can do that well, they come together in conferences and meetings and they have uh, associations. There's associations of these kinds of people. And so go there, you know, go show up. And, you know, so they, they, want, they want people to do that. I know this because in 2007, I went to the International Transactional Analysis Conference in San Francisco. I called them up out of nowhere. I said, I'm experimenting with transactional analysis. We've discovered whole new dimensions of it that Eric Byrne knew nothing about. It's powerful, it's working, it's healing people. Can I come and do a presentation about it? They said, hell yes. And they gave me a room and people and all that. And I had a, a and I get to meet all these people in transactional analysis and it was great. And <laughs> so, so that kind of thing, that's what I mean. It's like go hunting like go go meet the people who are not men. They're not men. These are these are researchers, or they're evolutionaries, or they're Phoenix process people, or they're edge workers, or they're bridge builders. And but you first you need to find out what you are. And I think that everybody here on the screen is far enough along in your journey that you can say what you are. So could somebody else talk about that? Like what? So we talked with Angela and we talked with Martina Ricardo, but who else is clear? Like, and Chloe, can you say what you're up to, what your thing is? Like, what are you? <laughs> what am I? I, I mean, wait, so just before this call, uh, and just before this call, and Chloe was in the other room and she was holding space for the Rage Club space holder training. So she's training apprentices apprentice the apprentices for the rage club space holder training meaning these are the people who will become the next generation of rage club space holder trainers you which, get that go ahead which makes me a trainer 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 or a space holder for space holders who train space holders and i'm also a game world an evolutionary game world builder and 
and consultant of game world of evolutionary game world. So that's also why I have a lot of resonance with Martina. And we actually worked and we on a team together in the start over team, because we that part of our archetypal lineage of what we are is really resonant for me. So I got to find by coincidences another game world builder, another evolutionary game world builder and consultant. Well, so how did you, okay, so their theory was, if you can make yourself interesting for Echo, then Echo will put you together with somebody who's going to move forward the evolution of consciousness, something like that. So how did you do that? For different ways, but one, one of the ways was definitely to extract myself from a corporate job. Is that that's such a it was such an anchor and for me it was a it was being a lawyer which is a complete identity is a complete circle of people that you hang out with and context you hang out with and life journey so I just quit my job as a lawyer and I went traveling for two years and I mean I've, I've said this story before but really part of the big huge biggest part of my healing in this two year world tour was to discover what I want. And and it and it didn't start by, I want to build an evol evolutionary game world. It didn't start there. It, but it started when I was in Australia. I was probably six months into my world tour. And I say, I want to plant mint. I, I want to plant mint in my garden. You know, I want to, I want to have uh, aloe vera because I'm on the beach and I get burned all the time. And I, I want to have an aloe vera plant that's going to heal me. And and this guy said, God, you're interested in you're interested in permaculture. You love, you know, you want you need to talk to this guy who does ecosystem restoration. And so, I mean, even that is so far apart. And how did this guy knew, you know, John Dennis Louis? It's like this, he's in Australia. John Dennis Louis works mostly in America and in China. The whole project is in Europe. And it's it's totally, you know, echo at work. And 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 another part of like being available for Echo is I really had enough freedom of movement to just be a yes. When somebody says, you should call this guy, I said, yes. And I did it. <laughs> and I really, and, and, and the guy was on the, we were on the call two days later and he said, okay, you're on the team. And I said, yes. Even if that meant I was going to wake up at three o'clock in the morning because I was in Asia and the calls were in Europe and they were in the evening in Europe. And I was like, doesn't matter i'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning and i and i was a yes and then they, they said well would you want to go to the camp the physical camp in spain and i i said yes and i was going to move with there was eight beds in that place seven other seven other people were guys and i was like i'm going to lock myself with seven <laughs> other guys in a farmhouse in spain in the middle of nowhere it's like how crazy is you know and i said yes and then they said would you want to be camp manager? I had, I was 24 years old or something. I had no idea what being a camp manager meant. I just say, yeah, game. yeah, for the big, the start, really the Started. budgeting of a, of a global game. And I said, yes. And so this, it really, I think really echo whatever the universe pays attention to it. When you start moving, when you start moving and being, or when, anyway, when I started moving and being, having a little bit of freedom of movement from, from the zombieism, something like that, from modern culture life, 
then immediately the, the echo opened a door and checked out what I was going to do with it. And if I say no, it's like, well, then that's it. Like when, I don't know how long I would have to wait for another door to open. But if I say yes, then the, the next door comes pretty soon after that. Pretty soon. And so, but it's a, you know, and it's not this being yes, being completely adaptive, you know, being yes to abuse or being yes to too many commitments or being yes. It's really these, this, this echo doors. It's like being able to, and it, in my experience, it's not so much, I have this decision to make it, you know, should I say yes or should I say no? I think Isabel, no, somebody else on a woman on this call about going to Brazil. She said, should I go to Brazil or not? You know, I have this decision. Okay. Well, the fact that there's a door to go to Brazil, that's an echo door. And so that to have the decision is already part of the, that there's a block to being moved to where mm -hmm. it's needed to be, because that's is so obvious obviously a door from echo and it but was andrea we, yeah andrea. It was andrea and she's going to brazil she's flying today <laughs> yay <laughs> she has a good excuse for not being on this call <laughs> <laughs> some yeah something like that but i think in terms of these men being around or these people also mm -hmm. being around is they're probably not around in a 10 kilometer radius from you. Or if they're around, there's maybe one, maybe two. And how are you going to find those people? And so I think part of this being freedom of movement is, is, is being willing to also be um, uprooted physically, to being willing to move physically to where where the action is like where in a way it's like where are you needed and where is this person needed and 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 it could be that with with when you meet that person it's so clear okay we need to settle here build a bridge house you know help a community uh restore forest and then there's a physical place that is becomes uh obvious but to if you haven't met the person yet, it's probably their physical place is not the obvious place to meet that man. What's coming to me is a phrase is called being a player. And so if if you're going to participate in the, the game or the you're going to participate in the, the process, the great process of the evolution of consciousness, the question is, are you a player? Are you willing to be a player? And if you're a player, it doesn't mean you get to. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter what piece you are on the board. Like in chess, they have the the knights, but they also have the castles and the bishop and the and the queen, queen and everything like that. You have different kinds of parts. You don't have to be the the high pieces on the board to play in the game, because every piece has its value, and so all you just need to do is to be able to be a player is like you said, you have to be able to be picked up out of your life and dropped into a whole new square on the board. And I remember in my life, I, that's happened to me probably six or seven times where I had a life, a whole life going in Northern California and I had a company and I owned a house and I was involved in the Northern California Homeschool Association. 
and a lot of things like that. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> I got moved to Arizona out of out of because I was willing to move. And so <clears throat> I had to sell the house and and close the business and like all these things happened. And you guys could probably tell stories about your own selves where a, you're a chapter of your life closed, seemingly not by your own choice, but you were willing to let it happen and be moved into other circumstances. And if, if you look forwards, you could not have predicted it. But if you look backwards, you go, God, that was the best thing that ever happened in my life. Even though at the moment, it could have looked like a disaster, could have looked like a complete breakdown or collapse of something. But if you look forward, if you look backwards all the, at the dots, it's like, well, it makes total, I could not, I mean, we were just talking about that today. If I, if I was, what was it, still in California? What, if I was, it was a thing. Well, okay, so yeah. I'm going to spill the beans. Go ahead. <laughs> so when Clinton also went on the world tour and at the end of the world tour, oh, yeah. his relationship with the woman he was with was really shaky, but they ended up ending the world tour because they were pregnant. And so they got pregnant and so therefore they stayed together for 25 years this woman is the woman who wanted to actually follow uh the teacher Lee Lazowick that actually became also Clinton's teacher spiritual teacher and who sent them to France and that's when Clinton could actually go to Germany and start delivering possibility management and so without if they weren't pregnant at the end of the world tour yeah probably probably possibility management might have never existed and we would not be having this conversation tonight right <laughs> so that to that degree of insanity it's really crazy from the human perspective but from the inhuman perspective from the game if you're a game if you're a player i'm you know if you submit yourself if you volunteer to be a player because you have this function in in, in Martina Ricardo, you know, she's a, a, a game space smith, you know, a next culture game smith. Okay, okay. And I'm a player. Okay, who knows where that's, that gets interesting for Echo, you're saying. So that one of the experiments for this week would be to sort of attune yourself to those Echo doorways <clears throat> and to shift identity into being a player. And so there's, you know, bigger doorways and smaller doorways so this thing about the doorway going to brazil that's a big doorway move to brazil move yourself to brazil but there's there was a doorway for example this we sit in this plane to come here to bangkok and it's all these yeah. totally normal vietnamese people we're, we're like the only white people almost and and then there's this thai guy who arrives and and he has a long t-shirt long hair the complete total wizard guy but kind of like trying to play it cool and he sits right across like in the row in front of us and and, and i look over his shoulder oh yeah and on his on his phone he has this screensaver whatever it's this thing yeah. and it's like it's like um, 10 ways to be more mature yeah something like that 10, ten ways 10 characteristics of maturity mm. maturity means adulthood you know like actually being uh uh age having agency you know, 10, and I just, I just, I just look at, and I shake my head, do you have one of our cards? And, and so I get one of these, you know, a card for the start over game, and I just hold it out in front of the guy. That's all. I don't say anything. I just hold it out. 
And the guy looks at it and then he leans forward like this. And he just takes it out of my hand, you know? <laughs> he doesn't even look back. He doesn't even look back and see who gives me this thing. It's just amazing. He goes, ah, this looks great. Yeah. You know, I can do this. <laughs> so it was a little doorway for me because I noticed what was his screensaver was and also scanned how the guy came into the airplane, like what kind of space he was in. So who knows if we'll ever see him again, but that, that was a small doorway where I just was a yes. I just moved, took action. There's tons That's of really, those. Yeah. Hello, Phyllis, we're at this place where and we're- What? And also Kilista just came in. Yeah, and Kilista, but we're at this place where we're talking to, we're talking about the impossibility of a of one of you guys being with a partner because you think that or, or people around you think that you're looking for a man and and so the thing is what are you going to do with a man i mean a man was a useless kind of baggage that you have to take care of if your job is building uh, bridge space to, to next culture. If you're a next culture space smith, if that's what you are, you know, if you're a woman, well, then of course you need a man. If you're a woman, a man would be your partner. But if you're a next culture space smith, what, what use do you have for a man? You know, and it starts off as here we have this incredible space with no men in it, All, a whole screen full of incredible women with no, where are the men? You know, and so, so that was a question. So the thing is like, okay, well, what are you? Are you, are you, will, are you able to say what you are in terms of what you're up to? Like how, how are you making yourself interesting to echo so, so that you can be a player in the game and get moved in, into action like that? Laura, what about you? Can you ask the question again? I mean, there's two questions. It's sort of is what experiments have you tried in terms of being able to be with not a men, but the thing that would match what you are? And so then the question is, what are you? Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm letting my. I feel like I'm. I'm letting myself be moved at the moment, and I'm now in a new space, and I'm around a lot of women. That seems to be showing up for me. Like, how am I relating to other women? And I, I am. I feel a bit afraid, and it's. Mm. so that this is evidence. i don't mean to be rude or anything but the the quality of your answer to Anne chloe's question is the answer the quality of your engagement with Anne chloe's question is the answer which is i'm a bit afraid okay well then the confusion that comes from so much fear 
suppressing your vitality, your aliveness, you know, your your radiance. You know, you, you've got this very clear and strong role for for delivering value, and it's being suppressed, for, you know, seemingly accidentally because you've got this "I'm a bit afraid" thing going on. Well, I'm a bit afraid. Who, who anybody else here is a bit afraid? Anybody else here who's a bit afraid? Okay. So there's nothing new or extraordinary about being a bit afraid. If you're not a bit afraid, you cannot be used by echo. You're not interesting for echo. So that's a it's a positive quality. And the way you were saying it was, well, that's a problem. And so, and so we're opening up this whole other space of relating to what you know human life as a as a possible player, global, whatever, some kind of player in the evolution of consciousness games that are going on at the global, at the level of or the earth coincidence control office and becoming a player in that so that, so that you can be moved together with somebody who's not a man, but is actually another player who you can be partners with and co collaborate. And so mm. that's what this conversation is. Was somebody else gonna say something? Callista, Phyllis, somebody, Arena? Well, I was just going to respond because I didn't respond when you first spoke up to me. Um, and what I what I notice is, well, this last week, I my radiance has been very dim. I've just been at home, not feeling well. But before that, I did take risks and go out into the world, and and actually, actually, it doesn't matter where I've been. Eco has shown up. <laughs> many times and even in ways such as talking about it this has happened so many times i'm talking about a person and then they call me right then just like that and and men have shown up and i must you know i <laughs> i must not be holding space in the right way because they are not because they're the regular men they're you know they're I met with one guy who just talked on and on and on. Every time I said a word, he took what I said and went off about it into, into his own story. And it was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm used to this. I know what this is like. It's like, why is this worth it? You know, I don't know. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> so this happened, we were at a, I mean, this happened all the time. This is welcome to Relationship 101. And so I decided that I'm going to make a postcard and it says, aren't you tired of listening to this asshole? <laughs> and in the back, it's Rage Club. <laughs> and I'm going to go and give to the woman who just like, I mean, this. Sitting there, like, listening yeah. over and over. <laughs> yeah. So, how did that work? <laughs> and how did that go over? <laughs> I did not do it yet, but I will. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you tired of listening to him yet? <laughs> <laughs> For me is yes. I my experiment was to ask myself, what am I feeling? And I felt fear. So I asked fear, what do you have for me? And I heard anger. 
So I thought about it and said, okay. And then um, Paul and I had a counseling session, our third in, in, in this month. And it's been 26 years to have counseling. But I used my anger to speak my truth. First time in the three sessions. And that upset Paul. So he left, went to another town. And, and uh, I let him go and have not <clears throat> begged him to come back. And going having a productive echo life with friends and family. Thank you. Thank you. Been a good week. <laughs> and this for speaking your truth. Thank you. I don't have a partner right now. And right now, where I am, I'm not searching for one. But I did an experiment last week asking seven women if they want to, yeah, hold space for me. I call a woman when I have an emotion. And it was an incredible experiment for me because. Yeah, just just having this this woman circle around me, and tomorrow morning I hold space for Laura, and then Ro Laura here sitting next to me on this on this for me it she's sitting next to me. She asked me if I want to be in a women's circle with her, and then I had this incredible idea to hold space for a women's circle starting in January and also to yeah hold space for women dojo and to ask other women if they want to deliver a work talk so we can ask and yeah and thank you Laura for asking me that <laughs> and I said yes <laughs> yeah I will do that <laughs> Okay, me, I um, st start a series of uh, emotional healing processes related to relationships with men because I have years without connecting with a partner. Um, and I stopped connecting with women in some way because I've been holding spaces for rent, red tents for festivals and not com not understanding uh, the way that women's wants, well, that circle of women's, I'm, I'm, I feel like tired of that because it's like a superficial in some way. And I'm tired. Of this, so we are in love and we uh, are perfect. Arena, yeah. I just want to say yeah. so, this whole thing about being tired it actually it means that you're angry, and being tired yeah. is this, yeah. But so instead of saying I'm tired, say I'm angry, I'm angry of the superficiality, okay. yeah, yeah, 
I'm angry of the superficiality superficiality because uh, I I was the leader of the whole crew for five years in a row and uh, I love it and I enjoy it and I did it with all my heart and then I connect with those later ladies that wanted to be there just for the ticket of the festival and then use me in some way to connect and I believe in them and then I notice like those uh lack of com commitment and and then I I don't know I feel like disconnected from some part of that like women's circles and I uh I'm now subscribed to the rage club in a in this coming November 22nd or something like that to start like working with my anger and I'm doing this series to see what is happening, like what I'm blocking or why I didn't find a partner what I feel connected with because the men that are coming close to me, I think they are like super, um, I would say like superficial too. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like uh, things that I'm not interested at all. So we are not talking similar languages and the ones that I have clothes they are my ex <laughs> so I'm sure that I don't want to be with them anymore but I'm connected with them because they have something in their brains they are like studying and investigating and improve themselves and that's what I want I, I prefer to be alone than being with people that doesn't uh, want to improve and yeah, but it's lonely. I, I, I want to ask this. Do you think that this is, because I hear that it's a lonely path. No, because. Okay. I'm going to invite you to, not necessarily right now, but to think about uh, what you just told us was about the last five years if I understood correctly, you're talking about this package of, of five years. And what you're saying is, is that you're carrying baggage of it's five years big. And so if Echo, the Earth Coincidence Control Office, wanted to move you into a different situation, it would have to grab this thing that's five years big. And it's, it's too much, it's too heavy. It's not mobile enough. It's too much mass. And so to be able to shrink your now down to this very small now, like this is part of making yourself available or interesting to get moved into a, an evolutionary environment. So I think, you know, everybody here, I, I'm scanning everybody and I've there's not one person here who is not really an interesting person in terms of your, your commitment or your interest in your dedication to the evolution of consciousness. You are, you are exactly the jewels that the Earth Coincidence Control Office is looking for, or your bright principles or your archetypal lineage that's looking for, for that. And it's, it's required to prepare yourself for, for being a, a player in the game to be able to be moved. And if you have a five year now, it's huge. 
It's, mad, it's far too big to be picked up and just moved. And so it's up to you. You can hack your, you can hack your story. See, part of having a story, or I don't know, it's a strategy, some kind of strategy. We think, we think it's important to package our life into a story that sounds like we understand it. So in a way, that's, Arena, what you did is you packaged your life story into a way that sounds like you understand it. And then you're, you kind of end your story and it's as if you understand it. And, and the suggestion here for the experiment, this is another experiment, is to unpackage your stories about yourself so that you actually don't understand it. It's not a, because it's if you understand it, then you're locked into a field of, of uh, like a granite. It's you become petrified or solidified, crystallized into an understanding. You become part of an understanding. And so you tell your story to us. We hear your story. We go, oh, yeah, Arena, she she has this with these guys. And this happened with the, this festival people and, 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 and all these women. And then you're, we package you, all of us. We have this story about you that is, oh yeah, we un she understands or we understand. And then that's more baggage. You know, then you have to get rid of our understanding about your understanding. And it's that this is how people defend, we defend ourselves that way. We lock ourselves into a certain reality that blocks us from being a player in the global transformation work. And so that's just a hint, it's just to, be careful of that. Yeah, but I mentioned it because you were talking about uh, like a, in what moment I am. I don't think that I'm carrying, well, I mentioned it, but I don't care that story. I already said no to the people of the festival for this coming years. You, I say, no, I don't want to continue. If you go back, if you watch this this space, if you, you came in late, if you go back to the beginning, and listen to how people are speaking for the whole time, and then listen to you speak, you will go, ah, that's what he's talking about. Ah, okay, okay. I understand. No, that's a joke. <laughs> so so really try to get it that it's, that it's not about understanding, which is the highest value that school and modern culture, you know, after having money in your bank, if you understand, you've got the big treasures. So anyway... What we're talking about is finding ways to relate and interact that don't include trying to understand it. It's a whole nother uh, orientation. And I encourage people to explore that. Thank you. I, I just want to add in terms of this experiment of understanding yourself, there's a difference between uh, self-observation of your purpose and understanding yourself. And so one way that you understand yourself is there's something that happened in the past, even if it's a few seconds ago, a few hours ago, and you say, oh, yeah, I did this because I did this because this is I needed, you know, because that was right or because that's how because I needed this. Or so that's this this justification about your behavior. That's a partly of under, understanding yourself or instead of being I, I just I, that's what I did. And the what you can notice, what you can observe is what are the consequences of your action or what you said or what you didn't say or your behaviors, and that will bring you back to your purpose. Okay, and that's something uh, that has value inquiring about what kind of purpose you have in your, you know, in your act interaction in, re in relationship. 
is very different than packaging yourself into something that you makes sense to you so ultimately you can be right it's really that's the purpose so you can be right about your behaviors or you know, how so, you are yeah and an experiment along those lines is to get out your beep book and keep track of every time you use a reason each time during your day for the next week how how many times do you use a reason or does somebody else use a reason because if you use a reason for why things are so, for why you did something, why you did not say do something, why you said something, did not say something. If you have a reason attached to it, then that then the reason actually has the power. The reason has this power, and and in not you, because you're you're protecting yourself behind with a defense strategy called reasons. And you glue the, glue something to a reason, and then you, you're safe. Because if other people go, oh yeah, I understand your reason. Well, then you're safe because you're accepted by other people's reasoning or logic, or it fits in their world, and so you're safe. And so it's really the experiment is for the whole week document what when you're using a reason, what the reason is, how many times you use that reason, how many times you've used it before. You know, who else is using reasons? What reasons are they using? What's the purpose of their reason? And it's it's so incredible to consider avoiding reasons altogether. Like making it not to be not to be crazy. It's not about not not offending people, not to, but it's to just to really to 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 get out of the domain where reasons have power. Angela, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because um, I often get so offended. My gremlin of my box gets so offended when some when I did something, mm. and somebody else. I mean, in a community, no, then somebody else does something with it not the way I wanted it or so, and I just think like. Don't they see that I had a reason why I did it like this? <laughs> and I'm, I, I really can recognize it so often that I get so much offended. My box is so offended, yeah, when somebody behaves to, towards me like I wouldn't have a reason, a really serious reason, for sure. I made myself ahead. I thought about it, why I do it. Yeah, and then, so can you tell us what you mean by being offended? What do you mean by that? I feel that people get uh, that that people are not respecting, yeah, because re not respecting me, which okay. is anyway that's, a big. big that's thing. why you get offended. In this yeah. case, that's why you get offended. But what do you mean being offended? I get angry. I get angry. But it's I get reactive anger. You did not say being. You did not say anger. You did not say being angry. You said being offended. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between just simply being angry and being offended. So if you could, we're we're researching being offended. So that's why I'm asking if you can help define what you mean as an experience. Being yeah. Offended. Um. Yeah. If I just would get angry, it would just be a feeling. Um, no, there is a full story then behind it. There's a story of uh, do they think that I'm not 
um, thinking about what I'm doing. To, you know, there is a lot of uh, some, uh, thinking what other people think about myself. Yeah. So it's the thinking. Is it? The, is it the thinking about it? Yeah. What other people think about? What are, you're thinking. Yeah. What other people are thinking about your thinking. Yeah. That I'm not. Do I think I'm stupid? I didn't uh, made it because of this certain reason. Yeah. Angela, can you? It seems to me that behind. That the way it looks is being offended is sort of shows up as low level anger. However, I think it's kind of a big, but it shows up as this kind of low intensity. But behind it, there's a bigger emotion. Um, if I would do this away, then I can go to the um, fear of the that I did something wrong. Yeah. Thank you. So what might happen if you do something wrong? I will be sent out of the community. As the final thing now talked about um, being judged. So my question is, how come in you, you have found that the best way to handle your fear of being wrong is to be offended. Then I can use anger. This is. But you're not using it. Oh, yes, I'm using it usually. Okay. How do you use it? I'm getting angry. I'm showing people that I don't like it, that I'm getting pissed. I'm expressing my emotion. Emotion, I can say. I know that it's emotion. So you're making it their fault. You use your anger to make it their fault instead of feeling the fear that you're doing something wrong. Yes. It's a clever thing. Did anybody yeah. else here ever get offended? Did anybody ever get offended before? Really, everybody puts their hand up almost, except except oh, Martina really? Ricarda. She doesn't get offended. <laughs> 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 well, <clears throat> did, does anybody have any other sense to add? Anything else to add to being offended? What I, I want to ask a question to Angela. Have you ever found that your anger makes people adaptive to what you thought was right? Sure. Okay. I mean, I, I'm asking that because it seems to me that that's part of this being offended is it does it it has this purpose of manipulating, like terrorizing people, of terrorizing people, manipulating them in me. I was right all along in the, and and yeah. Do you have that written down? No. Terrorize yeah. people. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. This is, I mean, it sounds like a really interesting conversation because I can, I, I, this is a, like a black hole where I, I would like to fish in at one point to see really, because I started it as a child, yeah, um, not being, not feeling respected in my needs, yeah, but how it twisted, no? For example, then in this terrorizing there, I often have really questioned, 
uh, because. So Angela, will you will you yeah. go fishing this week? Will you please do the fishing in the in that black hole this week for us and tell us what you what gold you find. Most probably, I will not do this week because I have um, so much on the agenda that I uh, yeah will not I yeah. But I this is such a it, I will not forget this question. Okay. Because it's really. Yeah. Well, let us know what you find. All right. Because yeah. it's really big. It's really mm -hmm. uh, valuable yeah. research. Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead, Anya. I, I experienced getting into it all, and I want to try out um, revealing that I have this idea, this notion that how I tried to get in touch with men was to be a woman. I, uh, I really tried for the last... 30, 40 years to be a woman in the depth feeling I'm not. So I'm, I, I want to, I try to be inauthentic and um, re depress my, suppress my authenticity. And I was very successful. I had a lot of partnerships with men and also I had a lot of friendship with women. And I'm very short breathed right now as I reveal this to myself. <sighs> What feeling is that, Anya? Is it anger or sadness or fear? What what feeling is it? I guess it's anger. It's suppressed anger. Yeah, it's probably anger. About what? Try not to blow it out your lips. Try not to blow it out. You're just, it's just a technique you have for getting rid of your anger. Yeah. What is leugnen in English? To to deny to, to deny, deny myself. I'm angry that I denied myself for all those decades. <sighs> to try to be somebody else to get in touch with people. And you have of the modern culture. How recent is this awareness? Is it right now or is it the last month? I'm, I'm totally dizzy. It's right now, this very moment. It's like almost fainting. Thank you. Mm. Big. This is really big. It's really big. Sadness. Yeah, sadness. sadness. Uh, Anya, are you in the emotional healing circle from Telegram? The yeah. Could you Would you please use that as a doorway? for an emotional healing process, or maybe a couple of them a minute to go. That would be really big. Yep. Will, you, will you report back to us, please, what you find, the gold and yep. stuff? Yeah. Yes. Sonia, go ahead. Thanks for sharing thank this, you. Anya. Really, thank you for, thank you for speaking. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I was, feeling this urge to speak and I was feeling the anger and now I'm, I'm realizing why was that there was an anger that came up the of seeing women myself included chopping parts of themselves to be with someone to be with a man and to chop them off, you mean to just to, to chop them off and separate them you mean 
parts of them, like there's this sensation of either trying to fit into a role, either trying to actually cut parts off that that are part of me and and I just I just want to interrupt you because you said it twice and I, I just heard it a bunch of other people say it something like there is an anger mm. or there is a sensation as if the sensation is you are away from your own anger or even if you're talking about other people that they are away from their sensation and in terms of inner navigation it it's that's completely this is word i dissociation you're dissociating yourself from your own heart and so i really encourage you but i know also sonia that you're holding space for other people and a number of people here are space holder for other people is to immediately catch this and say i am angry and i have a sensation and i experience it's not there is so will you, will you try it yes thank then, you then just start over and say <clears throat> it i am angry i am really angry because I have this sensation of cutting myself and disconnecting myself from who I am. And while listening to what you were saying, Clinton, that how, how can I go look for what I know if I don't know who I am? And what happens if I am trying to be someone different than who I am? And I did an EHP uh, like a, a couple last week. And what I discovered was that I was, my, my gremlin was using this, this strategy of confusing myself. So not to have access to my clarity. So I could keep on pretending that I'm someone else because if I don't pretend if if I don't pretend that nothing is happening, that I'm not seeing, that I'm that I'm seeing things, people will go away. And in this case, men will go away. They will not stay because I'm seeing things. And I was going into this manipulation thing of pretending I'm not seeing, because if I do, I will be alone. And I this really makes me angry because I don't want to go on in this, in this role. And also I want to fucking fly. I want to fucking continue to see what I am seeing and I want to see even more and I want to share that. So I really appreciate this space. And I also, I want to appreciate right now that Echo is speaking in the last three meetings, Echo was answering in these calls. I have this exercise that I also want to share with you that I ask life questions, uh, the field of consciousness questions, and I write them down on my wall and it answers. It answers either with a book or a person and the last three meetings, this has happened here in this study group. So I, I really want to appreciate this and I want to share a book that I read in, in this process that I'm going through of pretending and of uh, adapting that is called Silently Seduced. It's one of the, it's on the Possibilitator Library and it brought a lot of awareness of how I am looking for my parents in my partners and how is it 
to 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 still maintain this energetic bond with my parents, with both of them. So it was really, it brought me a lot of clarity and I hope this will help someone here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'd like to approach this uh, phenomena that you just described of when you actually do not cut off these parts of yourself and you actually embrace them in, and let them speak or show up or take action using these parts of yourself. If you feed yourself your whole self, so you don't just feed part of yourself or the nice looking parts or the parts you think people want, you actually feed your whole self and show up with your whole self. And what you said was then, then people leave. And I'm encouraging um, as an experiment here to show up in your whole self and think of it like I was thinking of a basket of apples. It's like if you if you keep apples, um, after a while, some of the apples are bad. They kind of rot. They get rotten or moldy. They start rotting. And if one rots, then it can start the other ones rotting. And so actually the valuable thing is to go through the basket of apples pretty often and take out the rotten ones so that so that the, the the apples stay fresh the other apples stay fresh and it's like otherwise you end up with a basket you know your a friend circle you end up with your circle of friends that's just rotten you know and you try to talk to one and you bite into it it just tastes terrible i mean it's like so the point being be as much yourself as you can be and be joyful every time somebody leaves because it makes space for the next person. Like there are the people in your in your circle world, it's like circles of circles. And the ones that have your time and energy and attention around you, it occupy that space. And if if they're false, if it is not authentic, if you've got a friend circle that is people who are attracted to the not authentic part of yourself, well then. It, your whole life sucks. I mean, it's basically you're lying to yourself and they're lying to you. And the whole thing is deception and superficiality and blah, blah. And but so if you actually are joyful every time somebody leaves, because if you get it that, you know, you know the fear is I'll be alone. But in reality, the 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 flow of people through your life gets fresh gets becomes fresh or more healthy or more whole like you, your basket of apples is cleaned out and just let it happen and be joyful every time somebody leaves in fact try to make them leave try to make them leave and it's like you turn it's the idea is scary because you're turning yourself into an asshole but there's a website a great website called asshole training and really if you're the one who's cleaning out the basket of apples. If you don't do it, nobody else will. So people hang on to you just out of habit, just they're sleeping dead like uh, leeches, just kind of hoping to get a few scraps out of your life. You know, if you, when you radiate, you know, you becoming yourself that they will, 
they will have to let go. They will have to. So just amp it up this week. It's like triple, triple your asshole factor, like triple being yourself for no reason. And let the people fall away. Send them little goodbye notes or just forget it. You know, just clean up your email address list or your 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 Facebook page or whatever. Like let people fall off. And in fact, try to make them fall off. Like do get get like get off the wall enough. I don't know how to say it. Like get crazy enough or get so much in love with yourself that you're on fire and the people fall off left and right. You know, you're leaving a trail of dead burnt bodies behind you or whatever, something like that. And so it's like, let it, let that happen so that the wounds can heal, you know, so that you're the, it was, it was like, who was it? It was uh, um, Anya, I think it was that carrying, carrying these burdens around for arena for all this time. Carrying it around for so long, these people, I don't know who it was, but anyway, if you're carrying like this being fake for so long, you're carrying these people for so long. It's, it's like you haven't been real for so long. And then just like celebrate the, God, I'm finally getting real. I don't even know who I am. You know, I'm showing up in a world like the world doesn't even know who I am. My mother does not know who I am. My God does not know who I am. Echo doesn't know who I am because I've been faking. I've been pretending. I've been trying to be adaptive and nice and fit in and keep my friends from leaving me. When in fact, that this experiment is make them, you know, make just get as many people to leave you as possible while staying authentic to yourself. Arena, you were going to say something? Wait, wait, hold on. Laura, what's going on? Talk to us, Laura. Just say it. Just say it. Just go I feel, ahead. I, I feel sad, sad because I have this this strategy to to be um, too afraid or um, the, the too afraid strategy, and then I it's like I feel sad because I want to be here and I want I want to um to be to be close with you and be able to share what's inside. <laughs> Anya, uh, Laura, what's in the way? Laura, what's in? You said I want to be close. What's in the way? Uh, this this um this strategy to 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 play to uh, to be afraid and play really to play small. Hmm. I think. Yeah. Makes total sense. How long have you been doing that? Since I was really young. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what experiment could you try? What experiment could you try next? It's like I could experiment um speaking in, into the space more. Um, uh, well, say it a different way. What what experiment could you try really? 
Let me ask you a different question. Are you lovable? Your how, how, how I'm showing up here, I think. No. What? How I show up here, I, I, I don't uh, think that I'm lovable. But at your core, I mean, the real <laughs> you, that just the actual, with no decorations attached, no makeup, no strategy, no self-control, <laughs> no self-suppression, <laughs> no keeping yourself tight together. Is that thing lovable? Yes. Okay, well, so that would be the experiment <laughs> is let thing loose. Let that thing loose in the world. You can't do mm. it one piece at a time. You cannot do it. You cannot understand this. It's a completely <laughs> different way of breathing. Could you try that? <laughs> Let it loose in the world. For, you don't figure out what it's going to do. No plan, no strategy. You just let that thing loose in the world. Like from after this call, you don't stand up until you just let it loose. And who knows? You're going to scream or yell or <laughs> write a poem or sleep for two days. I don't know what you're going to do. Eat, you know, ice creams. I don't know what you're going to do, but it's like let that thing loose in the world. Yeah. And then let the people fall off. Let those people fall away. Do you need a partner for this in any way? Does you need somebody to kind of check in, check in with along the way? Or somebody here? Who would you ask to do it? Isabel. Isabel, would you do that with her? Just kind of be there, you know what I mean? Yes. Thank you. Laura. Laura, you have to let this in. This is for the love of heart. You have to keep your eyes open. Come here. You have to let this in. We really mean it. You have to look in people's eyes. Look at Angela's eye. Look at Phyllis's eyes. Look at Arena's eyes. Just look at. We'll let this in. Can you let a big sound out right now, Laura? Just big. Whatever, like really loud, bother people. No, don't put it. No, don't put it in your mouth. Be a problem. <laughs> louder, louder. Just let it be really loud, really loud, really loud, really loud. Yes, that, 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 that. Yeah, yeah. Let it get all the way back. Yeah, almost that. All the way loud. You're about 80% that. Just sound with it. Make it a sound. 
You're almost there. Make that sound. Loud. Laura, if you could just make this yell, not with the clock, it's a yell. It's loud. Just three seconds. What to do with the cloth? No, no cloth. Be a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. God, finally. <laughs> Yes. <coughs> Thank you. Thank you, Laura. You have to look. You have to look. <coughs> Keep making that sound, okay? Once a day. Do it for, do this 333 exercise. Do this for three minutes, three times a week for three months. This Just scream like that. Kicking, screaming, yelling. <coughs> Okay. I'm doing the three, three, three anger, but that scream feels different. It's yes, that's what we need. That... Free. Yes, your shoulders moving, your hands moving. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Miss Aquarius. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Go ahead. I see and feel the scream. I get it. It's right there. It's right what I'm holding back. It's go ahead. We're ready for yours. Come on, Aquarius. Come on. Don't do it now. I. There are people sleeping upstairs. This isn't even my house. You can make up I'm a not... story later. Tell them it was a mouse in the house. Tell them a cockroach came in your bed. <laughs> tell, them, tell them you had a bad nightmare. Just do it for three seconds. <laughs> you can do it, Aquarius. Come on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you did it right. It, the, <laughs> yeah, the sound cut out. It was so loud. It was perfect. It, it just cut out the sound. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah, I did it. Thank you. Every day. I'm gonna I I'm taking that on every day. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> Dor Sharabi, we, we haven't heard from you yet. Thank you for holding space here. 
Yes. <clears throat> Hello. Thank you for the space, everyone. I feel joy to be here and I feel fear to speak right now. Okay. What are you saying though? I'm doing this experiment of trying to not find problems because my box is used to finding problems everywhere. And I'm, I mean, I woke up here in with a, with a woman that I'm in relationship with and I really enjoy spending time and I'm working on, I'm experimenting with not finding problems and thing and, and feeling my joy again of just being somewhere that is nice, that I like. I want to offer you a proposal. We've got just a, a minute or two left here, but the proposal is to not use the word relationship anymore. And instead use relating. I am relating or we are relating or I enjoy relating, but it's not, if you use the word relationship, it locks you into a materialistic orientation. And so if you, I would encourage you to sh just don't use that word anymore. Just, just figure out other ways to say it. Like we're exploring or relating or sharing or uh, adventuring, whatever the, whatever it is, but just, it is not a relationship. Try to, I would encourage you to try that experiment. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I will. Cool. Thanks for being here. Does anybody else want to say anything before we wrap this up today? Yes, it's related to <clears throat> having the apples in the basket. Uh, and I've been taking all the apples out and many apples just went by themselves and uh, I feel as I say I'm working on myself and um, in, in planning the this series of work but I I came here to this study group to nourish myself to connect with people because mm -hmm. I didn't get that in real like in my surroundings I not finding people uh, and I don't know, like I just wanted to say that it's, that's why I, I asked if it's a lonely path. I know that you're together and people are getting together, but then it's normal to have this long periods without people. I mean, it's, you're asking for personal experience and I would say no. Uh, at the, well, go ahead. No, I mean, it's the the thing about loneliness. It's also a commitment. A number of people have a, a survival strategy commitment to being lonely, and it's just a survival pattern. So you will make it so you are lonely. So I can be alone and not lonely. And, and that's this thing, it's I'm alone on this path, but I'm not lonely. 
because I have great, fantastic friends and colleagues and people in my circle can call up anytime. But I'm alone in my own path. One of the sparks is it says something like, if you are alone, your box has won. And it's a great spark to do the experiments and study and go through the distinctions and notes. You can just find it. You just search for, you know, if you're if you're alone, your box is one. If you're single, your box is yeah. And so I encourage you to check that out. If you're single, your box says one because then and your box will do everything to justify and give you reasons and stories and you believe the stories. Oh yeah, I'm single. I have to be alone. It's lonely. It's a lonely path. And these are all stories for your box to win. And it's, it is not the case because evolution occurs in process, like in partnership it, it, and, and the, and the whole universe about evolution. So it's not about, you know, I, I've been, we're in Bangkok right now and there are these boxes stacked on top of boxes for hundred meters tall. And it's insane. You know how many everybody's living in these little boxes and then you walk down the street and everybody's going dee, 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 you know in their own little box and it's 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 like okay all right there's something wrong with this picture and it's just not it is it is like what evolution is not hanging out in a box it just doesn't work like that and so if you're if you're alone there's something wrong you know there's something you're not participating mm. you're not throwing yourself into like we said at the beginning you're not going to gamescom you're not going to the conference you're not asking dangerous questions you're not proposing projects and proposals and 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 causing things to occur and so it really is about participating at a, at a different level so it's feedback if you're alone it's feedback like okay you know of course every now and then you know, there's these places where where you need space, of course, because we're essentially alone in our identification. What? Yes. No. I mean, yes. So, so I think it's a big question, Arena, and it's like, please start with that spark and then okay. keep going. We can grab it next week. Thank you all for being here. So only an hour today? No, it was two hours today. I think you guys change clock. Oh, oh, <laughs> so I came in an hour late. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Oh, I, I had no idea. Realization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The American. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. So it's going to start at five. Oh, no way. Oh, <laughs> One hour. You can do it. You can do it. So, yeah, check out the first hour. It was really great. There's a lot of great stuff in the first hour. I'll listen to it. Thank you guys. Yeah. Bye. Ciao. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Bye. your questions.